The Big Play Reflog Show is brought to you by ShackNews.com. We have partnered with Shack News for a long time, and that's because they truly are the best in the business. They've got you covered for all your gaming needs with news, guides, walkthroughs, and previews, like their featured article previewing the upcoming F122 racing game. And they do more than just video games at Shack News, like this week's interview with a Disney World executive breaking down the new Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster at Epcot. So if you're a gamer, Shack News is the site for you. Check them out on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch at the handle at Shack News and at ShackNews.com. It's time! Streaming live from Cleveland, Ohio! Presenting the undefeated, undisputed heavyweight Podcast of the world, the big play. We fought. Welcome to the Big Play Reflog Show. What is going on, everybody? I'm host Big Play Dave, alongside Gab Cruz and Chris McNeil. How are you guys? Good, Dave. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic, Gab. How was the derby party? Everyone wants to know. Your fantastic exclusive derby party that you have every (laughs) single year. Of course, the derby came off as everyone expected, so I'm sure there wasn't anything that was talked about there, right? No, nothing at all. I think we went through at least five or six handles of mint juleps. Very nice. so, <laughs> by race time, it was a bit foggy for everyone. Had a lot of Labatt Blues as well, so it was uh, <laughs> no one had the horse, Chris. Can you believe it? Not a single person had that horse. Well, we do. We did a random horse drawing, and we forgot to put that one in there. So, <laughs> I guess next year we will have to plan and look at the horses right before the that race morning. because typically you don't add a horse right at the last minute. You don't want to have another rich strike come up. No, that one. What that was, was amazing, though. That overhead cam. Did you see that today? I saw several of the tweets with the overhead cam of just how far okay. Rich Strike had to come to win that race, and that was that was pretty darn amazing. How do you, how much do you think, uh, like the Twin Spires and the TVGs of the world, where you bet because you can bet on racing in any state, doesn't matter, right? It's all legal. How much do you think they won because that horse came in and won the race? And like that probably money. messed up. Every like trifecta, every almost all the bets that came through. I bet you they didn't lose much on that. I heard at least one analyst say though that one of the common things that people do is they'll go and box like the top two horses with a long shot. Yep. So you'll end up with some money coming in there. 
Um, I don't know if that's true or not, but it seemed like a pretty respected guy was was kind of saying that. That makes some sense. That to makes me, some sense. You're right. Outside of that, you don't have a whole lot of money going on to that horse unless you have that horse. You own that horse, or you're the family of the people who own that horse. I think didn't they buy it for like twenty grand or something? I, I, yeah, I think too. so. I think we need to buy a horse. I know. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I mean, buy it for twenty grand, and it's winning the, the Kentucky Derby. You imagine how many people today were looking into horses that had oh, no yeah. like <laughs> had no intentions of doing it, but just now after seeing that Derby, they're thinking, you know, I could probably spare twenty grand. I could make this happen. <laughs> A lot of dumb transactions are happening today, thanks to that. That particular we can get an installment horse. loan. Yeah, Gab, you want to buy a horse with us? <laughs> You know what? I think that I've decided the rest of my podcast earnings are going to go towards this horse. Yeah. What are we naming it? What are we naming it? Uh, I don't know. Do we? So uh, we should were it just be a classic reflog uh, name? You know, or reflog. we were what talking about horse show? racing backwards. We can confuse everybody. <laughs> <laughs> name it like that. Yeah. What could you imagine? That? Like there's. there's women and men right now going to their significant others going, you know, let's put a second mortgage on the house. Let's buy a horse. What the hell? Idea. Yeah, Or like the people who are interested in buying boats. I mean, maybe they, you know, some Better people put their money, you know, this could really pay off. That's right. <laughs> I wonder if horses are like boats, you know, the common and what I've always heard with boats. And I think this is true is you always don't ever own a boat, but know somebody with a boat. Same thing. Right. With horses. Know maybe people. you're right. Unless you can you race in a horse, you know what? Deal. Yeah, with but that. if the horse wins, you you're not going to split your earnings with the friends. But like, if your friend has a boat, you get to split the joy of having the boat. I know, you know? it's completely different. It's but not still, an even trade off. I'm not feeding a horse. No way. They eat a lot. Gab, should we name the horse Biggie Smalls? We should. <laughs> so we were talking about <laughs> trials and tribulations with raising a baby raccoon, and obviously it oh. didn't work out. But if, for those who weren't following along on Instagram or Twitter, what, what, yeah. what's been going on with you? I, I know it's been an emotional week. It, oh, my gosh. It's been the longest week. Um, so I found out that I'm just not the raccoon whisperer that I thought I was, in short. Um, but so basically last Friday – I was at my parents' house. They were cutting down a tree out front of their house, and I was hanging out with Blues playing in the backyard. And the construction workers carried over two baby raccoons that they found in the tree. So I was like all giddy. I got a shoebox. I dove into the internet, and I found out if you leave the two little guys where their den was, which would have been the tree, so I it was a tree stump by this point, the mom should swing back around. So the next night, the mom came for the one, but not the other. So what ensued was this whole saga of me trying to reunite the second little baby with the mom. And I kept like a little update going on TikTok. I kept the update going on Twitter and on Instagram. My stories had like thousands and thousands of views. People were so invested. And I was too, obviously. Like I got so sporadically emotionally invested in this cute little baby guy, Biggie Smalls. Um, he had the cutest little mannerisms. I was buying kitten replacement milk and feeding the little guy, trying to keep him warm in his little shoebox and such. And I shit you not, he kicked the bucket four days in. So I was like crushed. Like I didn't see it coming. I didn't know this, but because the mom would stop. Yeah. 
she wasn't coming back for Biggie Smalls. Like, I put out cameras and everything. I found out that that's kind of a thing if the mom doesn't think that the baby is going to make it. She just kind of abandons him. Uh, that was news to me. So I just got like, I was so high and then I got so low because I was just so devastated. I, my coworkers at the uh, Guardians, like you would thought a tragedy happened. I was sobbing over a baby raccoon that I had known for four days at the ballpark. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I got on Instagram. I was scrolling through. I just see you crying on a video. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> But you know what? People were <laughs> surprisingly so with me on it. Like the number of people at the ballpark then who were like, hey, sorry about Biggie. <laughs> like I follow you. Like this one's for Biggie. I was getting DMs of like people having a drink and stuff. So like who knew that a baby raccoon number one could be such a unifying force and number two could just be like the utter emotional turmoil that you never even knew existed inside you when it dies unexpectedly <laughs> well now the guardians have got to rally around the raccoon rally raccoon yeah let's R go rally raccoon he's gonna be the rally this season what i was telling you guys is what i would like to ask the people who tune in to our podcast i don't know who's tuning in tonight here's my debacle the whole world i'm sure is here um so I only dabble with TikTok. Like I'm not, I've never like kept a streak. I'm not a niche person like where I just do one thing and I've like blown up. You know, I just dabble. I kind of do whatever. Of course, fate would have it. Freaking Biggie Smalls goes absolute bonkers viral. Like I wake up and it's like over 600,000 views and I had keeping kept like a little part, part one, part two, part three, part four. People are hyped about this storyline and Biggie Smalls. I think it was the, and, the hands. It was like the little picture you had of the hands. Yeah. I don't know. He's so freaking cute. Like, obviously. But now I'm faced with what the heck do I post now? Like, am I just supposed to go on there and be like, it died? Like, what am I supposed to do? People keep being like, what's the update? And they want to send me stuff. And like, I don't have the heart. I had to wait till I was emotionally stable enough, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> to, to deal with I saw in your video of <laughs> you crying, there was many cuts out of uh, it, and I just figured you had to cut and then just started bawling for like five minutes, then came back. Makeup was everywhere. I hadn't slept. I was up at the ass crack of dawn every day checking to see if he was still alive, if his mom came to get him. Like, <laughs> oh, it was such it's been an emotional roller coaster. So anyway, if anyone has any tips for like how what should I go on there and say because like I'm sure I'm going to get trolled so hard. Um no. I'm I'm all ears for that. <laughs> I would really release the crying video. <sighs> but I'm over the moment now, so now I feel like it I feel dumb. But <laughs> I can't wait for the right. first sign down at progressive that just yeah. says r.i.p biggie small <laughs> can you please make it can one of you guys be the ones to get it going oh, <laughs> absolutely anyone listening go down to the stadium the next time we're in town the guardians are back and make sure you make that sign we want to see that out in the corner so confused they yeah, would yeah, be yeah, i guess yeah <laughs> wild but yeah all right. Well, I guess we should start that's, 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 right? that's a hipster Tito joint right there. Hipster Tito. <laughs> there we I'll go. Hipster Tito. 
All right, we got a fun show for you tonight. <laughs> we'll kick it off with Power Rank Monday. Uh, after that, Cleveland Headlines brought to you by TSE Cleveland. We got a giveaway for you guys. And then we'll finish off with some Guardians trivia. Who wants to be a billionaire? Hopefully giving away some Labatt Blues. Uh, let's kick it off. Let's get some Power Rank Monday going. Power Rank Monday. All right, the NFL schedule will be announced this Thursday. <laughs> Gab, I love your question. I know, I'm sorry. I, I didn't time that properly. <laughs> That's great. So back in the day, Chris used to drink just like it. I don't know if it was close to the camera or what it was, but it looked like a two liter of Mountain Dew. And it would just be him <laughs> lifting it up. He's <laughs> just like, there it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, well, look at that magical thing. All right, we got the schedule coming out Thursday, 8 p.m. Uh, we know the opponents, but we don't know the dates or times yet. So we're going to power rank our top three Browns road games we'd like to go to this season. And so for the, the people out there listening, we've got Atlanta, we've got Buffalo, we've got Carolina, Houston, Miami, Washington, Baltimore, Cincy, and Pittsburgh. Gab, any of those jumping off the page? Yeah, I think my top three, and I'm just thinking in terms of easy trips and what would be um, fun. I'm thinking maybe Steelers, because I've never been to Heinz Field. Um my top three. Okay, so Steelers, how about Buffalo, and then Cincinnati. Because Buffalo, Cincinnati, they've got two of the younger, better quarterbacks in the league, Cincinnati division rival. I'm thinking that's probably my order of top three. I like that. Chris, I, I was looking through the list, and I actually have not been to many of these stadiums. I've been to Cincy. I, I think that's it. Wow, you haven't been to Pittsburgh, huh? I've never been to um, Pittsburgh. Never. Yeah, I've never been to Buffalo. That'd be cool. Yeah, Chris, what would you put on your list? I, I think there's there's only one way to do this. You got to put Buffalo number one because the Buffalo fans, hats off to them. They're just like us. They're like our our brother, basically. And yep. that would just be an absolute blast to go up there and hang with those Buffalo fans. And it's also two really good teams and could be an AFC um, playoff preview. Uh, and then the next uh, J- Josh Allen is also sponsored by Labatt. So, well, there you go. We also got sponsored tie-ins coming out the year. There weekend. we go. Blink. <laughs> and then you got to go with the two revenge games, right? You got to go with Houston with Watson going back there and kind of showing them what, well, hopefully he's going to be back for that game. First of all, uh, second of all, uh, going back and showing them what they, uh, what they're missing out on. And then what, I mean, what do we think about Baker going back to Carol or, us going to play Carolina, where potentially Baker Mayfield could be the starting quarterback by that time. Who knows? He could be. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but I think that would be interesting. Carolina, Houston, Buffalo. There's my three. Would you want to play against him? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you this. You know, for everybody to say, well, he's going to be motivated and he's going to come out. Yeah, Will he have a gym on Baker. What happens every time that Baker showed up? The ball goes high, Dave. We've talked about it on this show. 
So we, I think we our secondary two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think our secondary would have a field day. I hope that Baker's all pumped up. I hope he wants to beat the hell out of us. And then we'll just intercept him right and left all day long. <laughs> I, yeah, but Chris, I, I'm pretty sure that he wouldn't be the starter for pretty much anywhere he goes. I don't, I don't, do you think he would? Yeah, you're probably right. So we're, we're, we're hoping for an injury there, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That way we get Baker because I don't want to go to Carolina and not have Baker. I mean, I'd rather go to Miami then. We'll just see him play the Dolphins and go hang out on South Beach. There you take go. My, take my talents down there. <laughs> you don't get Baker in Carolina. Yeah, I'm I'm with you guys. I'm going to go Buffalo. Yeah. I'll go Carolina. Sans Baker. I don't. I don't really care. You know, screw it. We should just we should just do a team outing. A show outing to Buffalo. So the only the only reason I'm picking Carolina is because Chris, you know, I we go to Hilton Head as a family, right. and we drive through Charlotte and stay there the night. And that stadium and that downtown looks very cool. I've never been. I've driven by it a dozen times. Never Have been, you ever been to the baseball stadium. Their Triple A baseball. It's no. fantastic. It's a newer stadium. We went there. Couple of years ago, we actually watched the Clippers. They happened to be in town when we were on in vacation. Carolina. Yeah, really? yeah, in Charlotte. And no uh, I don't, I don't even remember what the team name is. Um, I, I we may have even seen Bieber pitch there. Ooh. I want to say it was it was that long ago. So it's a few years back. But this is a newer stadium, and it's beautiful. It's right downtown. So if you're ever there, and it happens to be the spring or summer. Go check out that stadium because it's right no downtown kidding. and it's beautiful. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, so I'll go Carolina. I'll go Buffalo and I will go. I, I guess I'll go Cincy. Why Cincy? You go to Cincy anytime. Cincy's Dude, always going to be there. Deshaun Watson versus Joe Burrow. Yeah, I get it. Whatever. I think that. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, but Chris, ain't nobody got time. Like sometimes they, I just need to make a quick trip, you know? Right, something doable. Something doable. Yes, to fit into you guys' schedule. Correct. I'm being realistic. That's what it is. The Charlotte Knights. It's a beautiful stadium. You could have just made up a name. I would have no idea. They play (laughs) play at Truest Field. Truest Field. Truest Field. That's downtown Charlotte, really. Yeah. No kidding. All right, we'll have to make a trip. It opened in 2014. I was going to say. So yeah. eight years ago, fifty-four million. Yeah. So there you go, Charlotte Knights. Fantastic. Go. Good time had by all. Yes, power rank the uh, away games we want to go to, and we're going to a triple A or a double A baseball game. <laughs> I'm power ranking the Clippers schedule. The Columbus Clippers. <laughs> what what road games do I want to see? There Charlotte is high on that list, Dave. Yes, love it. Absolutely love it. Okay, do you want to go to Cleveland? Wait, wait, wait. uh, Let's let's finalize this real quick. So I think we've got Buffalo 1, right? Yes. 2. Well, well, does it matter what time of year, though? I mean, do you want to go to Buffalo come December? Is that that more appealing or less appealing? That's a good point. That's a good question. Because it could have more playoff implications or clearer mm-hmm. playoff implications. That game could be huge. You come December, but it also could be cold as well. It will be cold as hell. Yes. Or Correct. would you rather have it in September 
or late August, September, right in there, where it's going to be warmer, but the playoff implications aren't quite as clear. I say go December. If you're going to go to Buffalo, yeah. take in the whole experience. Give me give me six foot of snow and give me all the tables and all the drinking and all the beer pong. Give me the bratwurst. <laughs> give me the whole thing. Let's do the whole Buffalo experience. Give me December. Heck yeah. I'm yeah. in. I'm in. All right. That's yeah, that that works for me. Road okay. trip. We'll schedule it. We if go. it fits into your schedule, Gab, you can yeah. join us. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, we're gonna do headlines, or ah, you know what? I think we've got our contestant for trivia already ready to roll here. So, how about we do a little? Who wants to be a billionaire? What do you guys say? Perfect. Do it. It's time I for who wants it. to be a billionaire. Time for Who Wants to Be a Billionaire, presented by Labatt Blue. All right, if you haven't seen this each week, one contestant gets their chance to answer Guardians trivia questions for a chance to win. We start off with a cash, with cash for a Labatt six-pack. Then you can move on for a 12-pack and a 24-pack. And one final question for a case of Labatt Blue Light and a GV Art shirt. This week, we welcome in George at gov ten twenty, George, how are you, my friend? Not bad, everybody. How's it going? We're we're doing well. How uh, how confident are you with some some Guardians trivia here? Well, I mean, there, there's a good hundred years of uh, history there, but hey, I'm gonna give it a go. Why not? <clears throat> George, yeah. are you in your garage right now? I am in my garage. Absolutely. That is fantastic. I love that look. I think you're the first contestant to be in their garage. So I, I like this. I like the way this thing's starting. Everybody doesn't just hang out in their garage drinking beers all night. <laughs> hey, man, More I'm people should, you. George. More people should. <laughs> it's great. That's right. All right. A lot on the line. We got to get you some beers for the garage. Oh, yeah. That's exactly where they're going. Yes. Okay. So if you get stuck, you can phone a friend. Reflog will call them. They have five seconds to answer after you read them the question. So that's if you get stuck. Are you ready for question number one? Let's do it. All righty. For a six-pack of Labatt, which 1989 draft pick spent his season, his first 12 seasons in Cleveland before leaving in free agency, then eventually returned to the Tribe in a trade with the Twins in 2010. No, I couldn't hear you. What'd you say? I think I have a good idea what this is. I'm going to go uh, Jim Tomey. Absolutely. Correct. Right. right out the bat. God, how how devastated were, were you when, when Tomey left for more money? Um... You know, everybody was doing it in those days, you know, uh, whatever, you know, and move on. And uh, I'm a fan of the Cleveland team. I don't care who's on it. I'm still rooting for the I love it. Guardians. That's, 
that's a great answer. I, you know what? I do that literally about 10 times a show. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so does Tom Hamilton. I, I was listening over the weekend. He, right off the top of the broadcast, he, he went with an in, in Guardians. Yeah. Right we're all trying our best. If a professional like that does it, we're all off the hook. Oh, absolutely. It takes time. George, you got six beers. Would you like to try for 12? Oh, yeah. All right, Chris, give it to him. Question number two for cash for a 12-pack of Labatt. Connor Pilkington made his first career start yesterday. Cleveland received Pilkington in a trade with the White Sox last season. Which middle infielder did the tribe send to Chicago in that deal? Oh, man. Uh, this one's harder. It, it is, but I can definitely remember, most definitely. Um, you can take a second. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if it's the guy we got from the Twins, but I think he went somewhere else. I don't think that's who it is. Um Yep, so a trade with the White Sox. Yeah, yeah. Middle middle infielder. Second base. Was it Oscar Hernandez? You're so I'll, I'll give you a clue. There's no, no Oscar, there's no Oscar Hernandez on the team. So okay. it's technically, yeah, he's still in it. He's still in this. You're still in it. You had half the answer right. You did. Okay. Um which is great. <laughs> yeah. Bad. I need the other half. Right. I'll give uh, you a hint. He was he was a starter for Cleveland for one and a half seasons. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can picture him. Uh, Maybe who you're thinking of? You're probably thinking of the right guy. You just can't get his first name. Right. Right. Um, it's not coming to me. Can I give him a clue? Even Gavis- though you know. Even though I, they always make fun of me because I basically just give it away. <laughs> Gab, if you do a rhyming word, it has to be an actual word. <laughs> no, I was just going to say the fir- his first name is a salad that I like. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Kale Hernandez. <laughs> I'm going to go Caesar. Caesar Hernandez. Uh-huh. Yes. He's moving on. <laughs> Honestly, the reason he should have got it is because you were thinking of the right person. And Hernandez, he if you just said the last name, that would suffice. So I, I, I could remember you say he wasn't there for very long. All right. Oh. We've got we've got you rattled. Would you like to move on for a case of Labatt? Yeah, yeah, let's go. Heck yes. Gab, give him All a right. Play. Number three, you're on a roll here. Fran Mill Reyes currently leads the majors in strikeouts with 43. Who has the record for, you know, but now he's, you know, he's turning it on. I will say that. Who has the record for most single season strikeouts in Cleveland history with 194? Gabbo is riding for the brand there. Yeah, Gab, by the way, I just, I love how you, you, you read the question. You're like, oh, I, I got to interject there. <laughs> I'm like, okay, listen, he's had a six game hit streak though. Um <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. So the question then who who leads or who has the who, most in a season so who in has, history? Yeah, in franchise history, who's got the record for most single season strikeouts? Okay. 194 he's racked up. Hmm. You would know this player too. 
Oh yeah. Okay. So, I'm, I see. I've seen so many strikeouts recently. Um, hmm. Can we give him like a, an era of when Dave, or is that too much? <laughs> no, no. We, George <laughs> Me just likes to see people win. <laughs> George, Gab's already on her way with the case of Labat for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the pressure is now. Yes, Gab, go go ahead and give the era. I'll what give you the era. The, Just go was, ahead and was, give him the answer, Gab. You're on a roll. <laughs> he was a player. in this game, by the way. He, he was a player on our 2016 World Series team. Okay. So that's not a, it's not a dead giveaway, guys. No, no, no that's not a dead giveaway. Um, hmm. Actually, this is the second time that a hipster Tito uh, reference has been in the show. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So most strikeouts Cleveland history, 194, played on the 2016 team. Um I really I have no clue. I'm gonna take a stab in the dark. Um there is one other hint we could give him, but should we not? <laughs> yeah, this okay. is up this is up making, to you. Making it into a hint party. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was his hint. That was that was the hint. Um, Chris, Chris, say it again. We got party. a hint party going on right a now. Hint party. A hint party. Let, let me party. Just, Mike party at. What was that, George? Mike Napoli. Party now. Yeah. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> We're just going to change this to we're giving away a case of beer just so we can talk about the Guardians and some Indians history. <laughs> I'll talk about 2016. Anytime. Is that who you were, George, is that who you were going to guess before our hints? Be honest. I was actually going to go Santana, but oh. then I was going to go more walks. So, and in my yeah. brain, where I was headed, but yeah, party at Napoli's. How could I forget that? Hipster Tito, hat tip to him once again. There you go. All right. Yeah. I'm just going to force you to move on. You have to move on. Yeah, that's fine. Let's go. <laughs> All right. We're going for a case of Labat Blue Light and a GV Art shirt. This one. Hey, hey Gab. Like this is the easiest one, by the way. Gab, I'm going to let you do the, do the question. But well, well, I was also going to say she can go get, ahead and give him the hint because <laughs> the hint is wrong on this one. It's not the right person. Oh yeah, that's that. I know who that is, and that is a wrong hint. That's the wrong hint. That's the wrong person. Oh yeah, look at that. Well, okay, so so stand by. Who is is the hint wrong or the answer's wrong? Yeah, we might want to fact check this before we. The answer, I believe, is right. Well, let's let's make sure though. I mean, it's got to be right. I remember when he. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, it has to be because the other guy wouldn't make sense. He wasn't even with us for very long, was he? Right. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> the hint, the hint guy. <laughs> <laughs> we got to fire the hint guy. All right, Gab, go ahead with the final question for George. All right, here we go. George, you're on a roll. That has nothing to do with any of the hints we're giving you. Sure. Number four, 24 pack. Who is the Guardian's all-time leader in career saves with 149? All-time career leader in saves. Um... Hmm. I guess I'm just gonna throw it out there. I guess Cody Allen. Wow! 
A bonus question, if you can answer what our hint was. Who was the pitcher whose dog used to get weed mailed to his house? Oh, Chris Perez. Who Chris Perez. That? That's correct. <laughs> Went to his dog, Brody yeah. Brom. Brody Baum was the name yeah. of the dog, Brody. Yeah. That was, so that was our hint for Cody Allen, though, for some reason. But you got it right. <laughs> Cody Allen, well played. Thanks. Thanks. I remember that game, Brian. George, con- congratulations on the case of beer and the GV Art shirt. Uh, every contestant gets to uh, give us two cents on what's going on with the Guardians. What uh, what are your thoughts so far? How do you think this is going to kind of play out? Well, I guess I, I hate to say it, um, it's going to be a streaky season. Just as we've seen with all, you know, they're going to get swept. They're going to, you know, they're yeah. they're going to sweep. Um, I just hope that it levels out to where we're more sweeping people than getting swept. Um, but I think they're on the right track. I mean, compared to what, what I thought would happen would be much worse than what I'm seeing, but I didn't see the, I saw uh, whoever just uh, gave up four runs in the first inning tonight. Mm-hmm. I didn't Please see back. Actually going. That's been sort of a trend for us. The last couple games, uh, starting pitching, giving up two or more runs in the first, uh, yeah. but then we like muscle back. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. What's the score now? Should we, should we check a we'll live look in here? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I flipped it off so it's I could. 4-1 uh, right now. 4-1. The Indians are up. We've got one out top of the fifth. we got men. Runners at the corners. Yep. Yeah. Straw is up. Um, I definitely think it helps that our division is not very strong. So, yeah. you know, I think we can, that, that helps immensely. Yeah, we're we're with you, man. All right, George, well, you got some beer to drink in the garage, and when you go down to Progressive, you owe Gab a giant hug. That's Oh, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you for the clues, and uh, thanks for the opportunity. Appreciate it. Yeah, see you at the ballpark. Hey, Can't wait. All right, George, congratulations again. Uh, shoot us a DM. We will get that to you shortly. Great stuff. Gab, you are just you're so nice. I love it. You are. <laughs> You're the counterbalance I'm... to Dave and I. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're done. Yeah. Uh, they On beer money, they used to just let me just give so many hints. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I, I keep that going, you know? I like behind to Behind the beer going. money right here. Yeah. Any other good behind the beer money stories, Yeah. I think I let you guys know. I can't remember if this was on the show or behind the scenes when we were chatting one day, but... um. We did have some interesting people. One of our main sponsors was like a Racino and we'd go to like a, the Racino on a Tuesday afternoon. One of them was in like Virginia or something. And you could imagine the clientele at yeah. a casino on a Tuesday afternoon. So <laughs> one time I had a lady uh, take the money and run, even though she didn't win, <laughs> um, she she was mad at me because I encouraged her to go for the next question. Like, I'm like, you can do this. Go all in. You know, she went all in and then lost. And then I'm supposed to take the money back. But then she kept the money. So then we couldn't use that segment um, because did she, did she well, run? what was I going to do? Wrestle her back for the $10? That's just not my style. I just at that point, it's an L. You just got to be like, sorry, guys. <laughs> How did that go down? Because you see like, uh, like the I literally got robbed by a sweet old lady on a motorized. <laughs> 
ice cart. That is that's literally what happened, but she wasn't oh, sweet. <laughs> Have you ever seen those videos on on Twitter, like viral videos of like someone robbing a Best Buy, and then yeah. like the Best Buy people are just so good at not letting anyone escape. You, yeah, you, you, I just retweeted that, that today. That that was hilarious. Yeah, you know what? I um I didn't have anyone to help me up, help me with some zone defense, you know? Like it was just me myself and I like the camera guy was too, he was locked in, you know. I, I think if I had some backup, there was a real chance we could have we could have got our ten dollars back. Um did, now did she take off like running or I would assume nah, not. She, she didn't really take off running, <laughs> um, <laughs> but she, I'm trying to remember. No, she just gave me the business and was like, I'm, I'm not giving this back. <laughs> and I was like, okay, all right, sure, Real sure, stories <laughs> sure. All and then right. another guy had his uh, shirt cut open so far that it was considered nudity. So we couldn't use him as a contestant on TV either. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, That's there was fantastic. there was parts just showing. <laughs> so what, like yeah. nipples? Like his nipples were showing? Yeah, we or? had a nip slip. That is a Chris nip. exactly what it was. Okay. Like I said, the clientele at the casino on a Tuesday afternoon. Um so male nipplage, that's uh, yeah. not not allowed on beer money. <laughs> Getting like Cedar Point esque like people who've been splashed by the water just walking around this place. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I always right, wondered why they never selected me for the show. Now I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> nipples. That, that was you have problem. too many teeth. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move to some headlines. Cleveland Headlines brought to you by TSE Cleveland. They helped us give away a ton of signed Browns merchandise. So make sure you're following them at TSE Cleveland on Twitter. Keep an eye out for our show tweets for weekly giveaways. And this week, we're giving away a Greedy Williams signed jersey. That that cornerback room just is crowded now. Uh, and the winner is... Chris, do you have a drum roll? I messed up way too bad last time on the drum roll. Let's see. Can I find a drum roll? Let's see. I've got a bad <laughs> trombone. No, no. I really don't. All I've got is this. That doesn't really do it. Nope. It, yep, it's not a joke. We are giving it away. <laughs> yeah. The winner is Ross Major at Sergeant 3 Crickets. <laughs> congratulations now we can go applause (laughs) that's a well-produced segment right there always it always is congratulations ross uh shoot the show a dm and we'll get that greedy william signed jersey out to you enjoy it go frame it put it in the man cave um all right okay before we move on i do have a question for both you and gab okay this is from tonight's telecast for the guardians Okay. I'm about to play some audio. You got to tell me what does Rick Manning say in this audio? Oh, you guys, ready? <laughs> Into right field, sheets coming in, drops the ball, and Guardians will score first as Quan comes home. In the second base is Owen Miller, and Sheets just simply botched it. I mean, I. I- 
did he say there? Are you kidding me? Or did he say something different there, Dave? I I got the uh, are you shitting me vibes. <laughs> I yeah, I think I couldn't really tell. It says yeah, I, I think shit was in there though. I mean on comes home in the second base is Owen Miller. And shit just simply botched it. I mean, I don't know. Once you hear it that way, I, I You know, maybe he was trying to say sheets and he was like, Are you shitting me? Yeah. I don't know. Giving him the benefit of the doubt. There you go. That's right. Hey, a lot can go a lot can go wrong live, so uh that's true. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We were uh our buddy Nick Padone is not on tonight, but he tweeted out I told myself I wasn't gonna get excited for the NFL schedule release week. He said he lied. Uh speaking of the schedule release. Who is your ideal opponent for the home opener, Chris? Who would you like to see for this home opener as the schedule comes out here? I'm trying to think. Who are our options for the yeah, home let's opener? let's see here. Yes, yeah, so we've got uh, Chargers, Patriots, Saints, Jets, uh, Tom Brady and the Bucks, Lamar See, that Jackson, would be my choice. Ravens. That would be fun. Yeah. Uh, or Tom Brady coming back, playing them in, in Cleveland. I mean, that would be fantastic. Anything would be better than last year's home opener. Do you remember who we played? The Texans, was it? We played the or... Texans, and it basically ended our season because Baker got hurt during that game. So as long as that, was that a fun... kind of thing doesn't happen, that yeah. would be great. But I was do it, remember was that, that was a fun three? game. Yeah, it was like week three. Yeah. was the home opener. Yeah. Yeah, because we had split. We went to Kansas City. We lost. And then uh, oh, did we have a game in between, or was it the second season. game? What's that? That was the game. What a long season. Through. Yeah. It's like there are 17 games to get through or something. Oof. Brutal. I've yeah, give me, give me the Buccaneers. Out. I'd love to have Tom Brady come to town. I think that would be fun. Uh, you know, the Patriots are always fun because you got Bill Belichick. Uh, Chargers, Saints, I don't know. Nothing really there. Jets. It seems like we play the Jets at home an awful lot whenever they're on the schedule, and of course Ravens, Bengals, Steelers. We'll get to see plenty of them. So that is yeah, true. give me the box. Although beating one of the division rivals at home, first home game would be pretty fun. No doubt, as long as you close the deal. Really, right. any of these? If we win, I don't really care. <laughs> That's right. Just win, baby. <laughs> Just win. Yeah, but any of those kind of stick off the page for you? Uh, I was going to say, like, I, I guess it's basic, but I was going to say the Bengals. But um, I'm kind of with you, though. I think Tom Brady would be cool to see in Cleveland. And I, because I probably wouldn't travel to go on a road game. So it'd be nice. It'd be neat to see that. It wouldn't fit into your schedule, of course. It might not fit into my schedule. <laughs> All right, here, here's a bet for you. Uh, over, under, how many primetime games for the Browns? I will set it at two and a half. So. Oh, beautiful. I, I'm going over. I say we get four. Four? Really? Four. What did we have last year? Didn't we have four last year? Yeah, but I feel, I feel like, like the Thursday night. Giving I think. As they do. Don't you think it'll de- depend on if Deshaun's playing or not? Oh, I think he's playing for the whole year. You think? Oh, okay, look I at that. Ooh, don't you, Chris? I, w- I wasn't sure if you know there no. might be. No, Dave. I think they're going to suspend him. 
I do. do I mean, it's, yes. I think the Trevor Bauer thing sent him maybe a message and um, NFL might follow suit with something, you know what I mean? Or I, I don't know. Who knows? It makes the NFL look bad if they don't do anything. If they, yeah, right. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know if the NFL cares. <laughs> Touche. Right. Despite yeah. everything they put out there about <laughs> things they care about, they may not actually care about them. I don't know. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, how does how does a baseball suspension work like with Bauer like two years? Uh, like I, I would guess, assume he's appealing that, right? Yeah, I was gonna say I guess he can appeal it, and it could potentially be only a year. Uh, Interesting. Wow. But it's still gonna be a wow. Even if he appeals and wins, it's a year. Yeah, it's, I think I think wild. so. I, I mean, there's there's got to be some some stuff. I mean, I've seen the details on that, but that's just. I, I'm kind of blown away that they would take that step, to be honest with you. Not many of these leagues have that kind of gall and that kind of, you know, balls to, to take a stand like that. And they certainly did with Trevor Bauer. Yeah. You know? That, I mean, I was I was glad to see it, so. <laughs> sure. sure. I, I'm sure you were, yes. Yeah. yeah. He's a interesting Pe- character. I wouldn't people say people are know anymore. Are, yeah, people are diehard Bauer fans, and I get that. And well, yeah, Bauer bros. I mean, come on. And um, you know, every like, dude, well, every dude on Twitter on social media has, you know, whether it's Elon Musk, whether it's him, whether it's Baker Mayfield, they've always got their bros, and the bros are always going to ride for them no matter what. And he does. Yeah. He's got the same group. But he had. I feel like he's accrued this very niche following of people who just are like the bros are under this category of like low key resent women or something like there, there's always this air of like, Oh, I don't think res- it's low key. I think it's high key. Yeah. There's this, there's this weird. Air, and I'm not like a, a boys drool girls rule type person. You know, I just noticed that it definitely seems as though there there's the bros that band together on Twitter in support of Bauer. If you check their profiles or you go a little deeper, you're like, wow, do you just not like women? because yeah. that's just kind of what I'm seeing here. But, you know, I don't know. Trevor I thought I... 10,000 bot accounts. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I could see it, honestly. he seems I could like see him as the bot um, king. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> being smarter than everybody else, figuring out a way to get around the system. That, that sounds, sounds like his MO a little bit. Yeah. Well, I think people are really, they live and die by this idea that, well, if someone isn't convicted in the court system, then they don't deserve a penalty. But we already know that with hard to prove crimes like this, I mean, the chance of of winning or getting any type of punishment are slim anyhow. So if a team has its own protocol, then you you can't like that. Then they have their own protocol. You know, there isn't a, a loophole in the domestic violence policy that says, it's okay if you knock somebody out or like, no, if it's in their policy, they are allowed to do whatever punishment they feel is correct. So personally, I I was happy that MLB kind of, like you said, Chris had the balls to do something about it rather than just be like, we care, but, but he's a good pitcher, you know? So you got to do something on his helmet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's a good point. Gab, do you think, do you think Deshaun will get suspended? I kind of like initially thought like he has to, but, um, but a lot of people are, I know a ton of people are going to disagree with that and be like, well, um, 
no, because you don't know. For me, it's just like if you were to really look into it and from what I read, there's so much of a repeated pattern that you would think something would be that like there should be some kind of it's right. just not normal it's we haven't had like an outbreak of multiple players with 50 plus mis- like it's just it's a unique repeated pattern of some sketch behavior so um it's definitely out of the norm enough and enough of a uh inflicted some kind of harm that yeah. I think that the NFL would have to do something. It would be very odd if they just pretended nothing. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, the only reason I thought was because they said that these civil trials aren't even going to happen until April of 23. So, oh, I okay. Get, so that I would. But I think, I think they'll probably want to wait. They'll wait until the civil. That shakes out. But maybe not. Maybe to your point, Gab, like, what are we really going to learn more at that point a year? From yeah. Now? Why would they? Yeah, exactly. And, um, you already know there's some kind of uh, something. And so if something you were to wait. Weird, yeah. Yeah. Something out of the norm there. We call that a repeated pattern of behavior. Um, so. I think it would make the most sense and you should be timely and swift if you're going to give a punishment. It wouldn't make any logical sense in to wait that long, in my opinion. But well, this is the NFL. But that is also true. <laughs> you will be suspended in like three years. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just brace. I'm bracing for it, you know. Yeah. As a as a fan and, I, you know, divorcing myself from what he did there but just purely as a fan and the on the field stuff it's like i'm i'm preparing myself mentally for him being gone for a period of time this season and and i think it's going to be at the minimum four games if i was to guess and it could be half the season hell it could be the whole season i don't know Depending, so that, I, I didn't think the bauer thing was going to be two years i didn't think there was a chance in hell it was going to go that long and uh, i yeah well, we'll see. We'll see if the NFL decides to step up in a similar fashion. But I think to prepare yourself mentally to have them out a few games is probably a smart play. Okay. So does that affect your over-under of four? If Prime Jacoby Brissett is going to be out there half the season, are, are we going to be prime time with Jacoby Brissett? Yeah, I, I'm still saying four. four I, I okay. think they're going to come in hot. They're going to give us four. Vegas is watching this show and they're just bumping it to three and a half now. So three and a half. There's oh, enough primetime games anymore, Dave. I mean, no, wait, every no, week there's are, like half the games are primetime games. Thanksgiving and Christmas in that. Thanksgiving, Christmas, Thursday <laughs> night. Hell, by no, that time, they're going to be competing with the Mac here soon. They're going to have Tuesday night. Forget about Maction. Now it's going to be the NFL taking over their time slot. Yeah, sorry, I was reading a comment. Johnny U says what Chris played with Hamilton was what he thought. Just rewound the game, and he definitely said, "Are you shitting me?" <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Johnny U. <laughs> yeah, I think he may have. I was <laughs> suspension for Rick Manning, plus or minus three and a half games, Dave. That's right. Let, let's let's keep talking about the Guardians. Uh, so they've been hanging around. Uh, yeah. Huge week starting tonight. Not off to a great start. I think it was 4-1. Six road games against two teams ahead of them in the standings. 
You got Chicago. You got Minnesota. Gab, it's still super early. Uh, what what are you kind of looking for out of the tribe as we gotta go down this stretch? The not the tribe, the guardians. <laughs> the oh, guards. <laughs> we should have a little jar since we're do- we should be like yeah. you have to now you have to shotgun a little bat for that. <laughs> there you go. And then it'll happen more, and then you end up with more Labatt you're drinking, and then it happens more. It's a virtuous cycle once you start doing it. It's like drinking <laughs> yeah. games. All right, Chris, just take the the Rick Manning, are you shitting me? Do it into an audio clip. That'll go on the soundboard <laughs> for every time that we say Indians. Are yes. you shitting me? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's when you get cut up. There's what we do. Uh, and this is how we plan a show. <laughs> I've noticed Tom Hamilton has gone with – Guards, for short. Is that what we're yeah, going like with? Guards. guards. I guess I like guards. Right. I kind of like G's. Is G's gonna catch on or no? I've G's just been trying. No, no okay. Not at all, Gab. G's no. the G's. I like I the G's. Love- oh, oh, G's. Guards. Oh, G's. The OG's. <laughs> oh, G's. <laughs> guards. I mean, what? We don't have a ton of options here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we can't right, so see the, the, the okay. guards. How do you? The guards. You, guardians. What What's going on? How, what What's your your feeling? You're down at the ballpark all the time. What's What's the feeling with this team? And what What do you think over the next couple of weeks here? I do have a really good feeling about this team. I know people keep dropping the word streaky. I've been hearing that a lot. Oh, this team's going to be streaky. Um, Probably because they are. Well, right now they are. <laughs> to start, to start, they have been. But it was like, all right, guys. I mean, we're still in the beginning of May, and yeah. and we have, you know. We're still getting our, our mojo going. Like, for starters, we didn't have Fran Mill really doing anything for a minute. Now he's just starting to get going, and and that's been a big deal. Um, Quan, he's going to be consistent. But there for, like, a minute, he ran into that wall, and then he had to spend some time. Like, I think that we just got to get in a good flow of a, a good routine of who's going to be our everydays or who's going to be our good, um, you know, gelling group out there and we need that i also think the pitching has to lock it see like they're they're trying they're still muscling through getting going too because even shane was a little off the other night um yeah please just gave up some early runs tristan gave up some early runs i I think that they're gonna we're just muscling through in my opinion the beginnings of it because you know that people are capable and then when you look at the offense okay franny six game uh hit streak right now he's opened may batting over 500 like i think he's really starting to figure it out obviously knock on wood because some of us are suspicious here in the game of baseball um <laughs> naylor's doing pretty well owen miller he's doing he looks way more comfortable this year he's crushing it jimenez he's batting over 400 in the last 10 games um he's got 15 rbis he's second on the team no yeah, one's got to but that's okay and- yeah, with runners in scoring position, we've kind of been crushing it. And yeah, we're, we were batting like 301 or something, like near the yeah. top of the league, I heard on the telecast either yesterday or the day before, uh, which is pretty impressive. I'll tell you what, though. You take it to the other side, our defense, suspect. Very concerned about our defense. Uh, Talk about streaky. We've had some streaks where our defense has not been very good. And when things start to kind of – fall apart we have no way to bring him back 
So when we've when we've had tough series, a lot of it can go back to the defense. I know we don't end up hitting much, but we also make a lot of mistakes on the defensive side. Oh, maybe I'm not paying attention to this. Yeah. What give I, give me what? give me I, some I, recent I, errors? I don't know because I'm thinking. Oh, I can see. Oh, all I can see is Jimenez, like his sick plays at second base. Like, have you seen? All I can think of is his highlight reel right now. Owen on the defensive side has had some issues, let's just say. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's a young team. So you want it all to come together, and it's going to take some time, both offensively and defensively. And and I and I think they will. So I'm with you on that, Gab. I, I, I'm cautiously optimistic with this team. And I think it's a lot to ask because it's a young team. It's kind of like the Cavs, right? A young team. Yeah. You know you've got some talent here. Then all of these guys individually are figuring out, you know, just the basics of being a major league ball player. So to expect a whole lot out of them, I think, is a little unreasonable. But at the same time, I, I could see them having a nice season. And I think we're off to a pretty good start sitting here at 500 in a division that sucks. So which which helps us out. And, and I think we could make make a little bit of noise here. Why not? And Gabby, you're talking about it. Yeah, I mean the the young crew, and we've we've talked about this in weeks past. But like, you look down the the lineup. There's there's not many players on this team that you don't like, yeah. right? Like, I mean, even Austin Hedges, who hasn't had a been all that great. We're we're kind of used to like catchers not being all that great. <laughs> I mean, Roberto Perez, defense. He's been good defensively. Yeah. But you know what I like about him? He is always bringing the energy like yeah I, when class a closed out i think it was like last night or the game before like the dude is just so happy to be out there and yeah. i think that positivity is kind of you know going across this this whole team and he had two games recently where he just okay he doesn't hit much but he hit at the right time yep. <laughs> for us. Yep. so hey guys i just checked twitter the uh-huh. number one cleveland trend right now is Are Rick Manning? Is Rick Manning? <laughs> Honestly, bonus points to him. Yeah, like, yeah, that's the first time anybody's trended from the telecast. I'll tell you, in you a know? long time. Even having the Guardians trending in Cleveland is good. So I, I'm props to Rick Manning for getting number one in Cleveland right now. Like we always want our fan base to be passionate, our right? coaches to be passionate, our players to be passionate. Why not our broadcasters? There we go. I'm sure the TV <laughs> people don't love it, but. <laughs> oh, just, trying to, just trying to help help him out. And I love Brick Manning. <laughs> nice, nice guy. That's right. All right. Any, Gab, any uh, parting thoughts on the guards before we get out of here? Parting thoughts. When are you working next? I just moved to, I asked for just weekends after this past homestand. So you'll see me only weekends at the ballpark. Um, so I don't know when I work next. <laughs> <laughs> I think we come back, we play Cincinnati Tuesday, Wednesday next week. Wait, okay. what is today? And then I'll work on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Nice. And yes. that's how we end a show. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for tuning in to the Big Play Reflux Show. Uh, huge shout out to Shaq News. Go check them out. Go check out their live Twitch streams. If you like video games, that is a site for you. Go drink a Labatt Blue Light, especially out of a green mug. 
uh, if you're on a green screen. <laughs> Don't spit that out. Don't spit it out. Uh, and go check out Gab's music on Spotify, by the way. Pre-show every single week. We're playing her songs. Fantastic stuff there. And we will see you next week. Go get some GVR shirts. Go get some TSE Cleveland gear. See you at 9 p.m. next week. <laughs>